page. Yeah. Have you ever seen a ghost? <gasps> no. Really? I don't know. Like that one? Uh, gosh, you'd think that that's Young Rebecca's would... seen a ghost. <laughs> I mean, I'm as pale as one. <laughs> oh, maybe that's it. 90% of the day <laughs> when she came in. 363 <laughs> days a year. The other two, I'm red. <laughs> We used to have a ghost in our old house on Jesse. Ooh. And did you ever get a name, age? It was a, a tall man. Oh. And I would see him like passing doorways. Yeah, really? Yeah. And our basement was one of those half crawl space basements. Oh, yeah. Guess how many times I went down there? Then thrice. N- none times. Oh, thrice. How, many, how long did you live there? In that house? A couple years. Three times in the mm-hmm. basement mm-hmm. in two years. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think there might have been laundry downstairs, but you didn't use no. it. No, I went to the laundromat where Bar Italia is. The Bar Italia laundromat. Okay, so you, oh yeah, okay, on Jesse. Okay, so you have tall, you have man, no name though. No. You never had a chat? No. Yo, sup? No. He would just kind of like, like in my peripheral, just like whoop. He was a man on a mission. <laughs> It's like checking in on me, heading to the bathroom. (laughs) Cue the music. Hello, I'm Rebecca. And I'm Paige. And this is Made From What's Left. We're going to talk about spooky things today. And why are we talking about spooky things today? Because it's spooky season. Because no. this is our 13th episode. Yes. Yay. <laughs> <not> spooky season. <laughs> you it's don't think that the, <laughs> the time between Christmas and taxes is not spooky season? <laughs> Depends if you're an accountant. Uh, maybe a forensic accountant. Oh, is that a thing? Yep. I thought that was like someone that like went through like dead people's pockets and <laughs> added up their receipts. <laughs> I'm not sure those educated in that discipline would agree. <laughs> Ah, so what is the number 13? I was hoping you would have a a little (laughs) bit of information on the significance of the number 13. I sure do. I knew she would. It's shocking you would ask. (laughs) So the number 13 is pretty pervasive in our culture in Canada, India, Australia, US. Pervasive in our culture in so much as Mm -hmm. a lot of buildings are built without a 13th floor. Okay, but like technically they do have the 13th floor. Technically, they do. They're numbered. Have you ever had a project where they've asked you to? I have not. But one project that we spoke about already in this podcast does. Which one's that? The Radisson Hotel. The only building over probably three stories that we've ever (laughs) talked about. I was like, how many high rises have you done? Uh, So yeah, the Rad. Well, that's exciting. So um, then we have like Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. we have, um, oh, and then like I was looking at just like where does 13 appear in like conventional or like in mathematics or in... It's between 12 and 14. Oh, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so of course, uh, it is in the Fibonacci sequence. Right. Ooh, which is something... Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is something very near and dear to my heart as an architect. Right. For those who aren't familiar with the Fibonacci sequence, would you like to tell them what it is? No, please. (laughs) (laughs) Closely associated with the golden section. 
Yeah, it's considered widely considered to be the ideal proportions for architecture. I'm not going to go into more detail than that because no. it's quite complex. 13 or XIII, <laughs> yes, is the card in the tarot deck that represents death. <gasps> See, that's why we're doing a spooky show today. Right? 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 Whereas, in some cultures, <laughs> 13 is lucky. Is it? Yeah. For example, France, Italy, China. In China, the meaning behind 13 is assured growth. Huh. Well, today. <laughs> it's not so lucky for some people. It's not so lucky. So you want to talk about some uh, spooky places around Winnipeg? I want to. Okay. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> Heritage Winnipeg published an article yes. that has nine criteria for a place to become haunted, oh. which I thought we should learn. Yeah, no, that's good because I have a list of haunted places in Winnipeg. Brilliant. Well, they may or may not be haunted, but I have a rating system. Nice. I like it. Like definitely haunted, probably haunted, and should be haunted. <laughs> oh, see, I okay, that's excellent because <laughs> I have um, published as haunted uh huh, and I have probably cursed anecdotally haunted anecdotal page decided these were cursed i have a spooky story that is winnipeg related do you like to be scared do you like horror movies i love being scared i love horror movies really i yeah. mean not so much um no 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 one time saw was on in my living room yeah and i couldn't go into the living room until it was over come on like i couldn't even run in to get the remote to turn it off i don't like any kind of horror movie where there's like a, a demonic element or mm. someone being pulled from their bed or like, mm. you know, houses bursting into flames, whatever. But I do like like the menu. It was a comedy horror. Do you want to, uh, do you want to play a game with me? I do. Let's do it. <laughs> I thought we would play a game called Scary or Not Very. I like it. And we can take turns. So we have a, uh, what would you call this? A hard hat? This is a hard hat. So we have some scary things or not scary. Okay. And I thought you could draw it. Is draw this, a scary thing. Is this like the Read game? it aloud and I'll tell you if it's scary or not very. Abandoned houses or buildings. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah, very scary. Like especially rural. It's a trope. Swimming in a lake or ocean. Not scary. No. Well, okay. For one, I have never swam in an ocean. Okay. There are much scarier things mm -hmm. in there, like um, people eating things. Mm -hmm. uh, I've swam in plenty of lakes, spent my entire... Like if you're swimming in a lake in and lake. your feet like brush against some seaweed or just like a little bit of mud at the bottom. Well, or... it elicits a shriek. Right. But then, but it's very short-lived. The word is bats. Bats not scary, but... Bats are cute. Bats are cute. Bats are cool. Except when you have one in your bedroom. Did you? Yes. When? In Ontario. Oh. It flew through our open uh, bedroom window. Was it a vampire bat? Well, I don't know. It just, it got very upset to be in the house. And so I was just like, bat, bat, bat. That was the only thing I could say. Just bat. I think that's apropos. <laughs> it's your turn. <gasps> oh, you have I two. two. Oh. Ooh, that was close. Spiders. Ew. <sighs> I don't like them. I'm not a fan. Have you heard the statistic that like in your lifetime you'll swallow like <laughs> X number of spiders in your sleep? I also heard that was BS. I don't like that. I don't like them. I don't want one on me. Have you ever seen like a close-up of a jumping spider? No. Oh, they're so cute. They're oh, really? so cute. But yeah, I wouldn't they're want cute? I wouldn't want one to jump at me. I don't yeah, think they're I... just little. Oh, they're just sweet. Taxes. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what? They're not scary. They're just a pain in the butt. And also, they know how much you owe or how much they owe you. Why don't they just tell us? Yeah, <laughs> they know what you owe, but yet you have to pay somebody to find out <laughs> what you owe. <laughs> and then even, even when you submit that, they're either like, no. <laughs> Or, yeah, you're probably right. They never say, oh, no, in fact, <laughs> here's a bag of money. <laughs> you forgot that you about. didn't notice. <laughs> oh, taxes. Oh, that's coming up. Okay. Weird house sounds. Oh, yeah, ooky. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the last couple of nights, because it's gotten so much colder, my house will just suddenly make a banging sound. Like, just one sharp bang. Okay, that just happened in my home. Right. The two of us... Spent the following five minutes looking for the bang, standing pensively <laughs> in various rooms trying to figure out what did it. I wish you had cameras on the inside of your house. <laughs> <laughs> the 13th floor. <laughs> spooky or not spooky? It's absolutely spooky. You think? Well, if I mean, it exists. yeah. So the Radisson, for example, made the 13th floor a mechanical floor. So okay. there's no 13. It's just called M. Oh, so it goes from 12 M. 14. 14, yeah. And anyone that goes onto the mechanical floor is never seen again. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> They're Oof. still there today. All right. Republicans. <laughs> Are you serious? Show me. She literally wrote Republicans. They're terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Give me your background. Well, no, I'm just thinking. Just like off the top of my head, reproductive rights, but you know, whatever. Did you, Wherever you want to go with that. Did you spell it wrong first? Well, no, you know what the problem is? My L's always run into the letter beside. And so I tried to make it easier for you to read. Thank you. Because there's another to, one in there that I know you're not going to be I able didn't to mean, read. I didn't mean to call you out on uh, your whiteout usage. And I, it was pink Sharpie too. You can also... I'm pretty impressed with that, actually. I'm terrified of Republicans. Terrifying. Terrified. Terrifying. And like adjacent, like Tucker Carlson, the Tucker Carlson to the world. And like the Canadian people that have the same ideologies. Wow, this Enough got political. It did. <laughs> and see that coming. Um, walking alone at night. Don't like it. It's a little bit ooky. It could be nice. But yet... But like, I wouldn't go for like a, a stroll around the, the neighborhood at midnight by myself. But, you know, put a chihuahua at the end of a string and I'm fine. <laughs> One named Carl, perhaps. Um, walking alone at night. Um, yeah, I think that there. I waffle on this one. I think that like there are times when it's like quiet. There's a bit, there's a bit of peace. Mm -hmm. You can hear the city. I love when it's like quiet enough that you can hear the city. And um, I like that. But then when you hear footsteps behind you. Yeah. Then I'm, the snow crunch, then I'm like crunch, swinging crunch, the pendulum crunch. to the <laughs> get think, me out of here. I think that that's like a, if you talk to women versus men, like every woman has that sense of being followed. Where are my keys? Where's my stuff? Like, you know, looking Who's around, sounding on. Guys are just oblivious, oblivious to that in general, I think. Hmm. Like they don't have that like overwhelming sense of everywhere you go. Like a. A freaky parking garage. Uh, yeah. I like, okay, so walking alone at night, I will take before walking through a parking garage at night. See? Yeah. Ooky. There's too many, like, things you can't see behind. Is that your turn or my turn? Uh, your turn. I can't remember which one I... I wrote all these, so. <laughs> Oompa Loompas. <laughs> 
I have terrifying. I have absolutely no issue with the Oompa Loompa. I really? Like the, yeah. They're not scary to you? No, oh, no. Ugh. Nightmare fuel. <laughs> Do not like. I like the Oompa Loompa. <laughs> I like their songs. Ugh. I like their jawed purse. Ugh. Like the original Oompa Loompas? <laughs> yeah. Scary because there were a lot of them. Yeah. The new Oompa Loompa, wasn't there like one that they CGI'd into an army? Scary. Oh, was it really? Scary. Don't like. Wow. I didn't even. <laughs> the next one is weird food. Yeah. How do we categorize weird? Like if someone gave you like a taco full of eyeballs to eat. Like oh. I'm thinking like real like fear factor or like I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Here's a handful of mealworms. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not going to go buy the uh, salted salt and vinegar crickets. I'm not going to go buy the chocolate dipped mealworms i'm not or like an old egg haunted houses but like at a carnival like love like a created a man-made haunted house so i find those scary but i love them yeah i love them. like you like a jump scare yeah someone like yeah yeah okay and like the random weird things dragging across your face that you weren't expecting (laughs) and hopefully somebody doesn't have one of those um infrared cameras (laughs) so that they can see you (laughs) height Heights? Are you afraid of heights? No, not even remotely. I love, I love the your stomach drops feeling uh-huh. when you're lo- overlooking some enormous drop. I love it. You hate it? No, I don't mind. It. Oh. I don't mind heights. Do you? I'm okay enjoy? with no. You know what? I'm okay with heights, like in a building or on a thing. Like I don't think I'd have a problem with zip lining or anything like that. Right. When we did that mud run that time, yeah, and we had to climb that like giant slippery Tower. thing i didn't yeah. enjoy that like you felt vertigo i felt like i could plunge to my death oh you probably could have whereas like if i was like in the <laughs> you probably could have <laughs> you could plunge into a muddy puddle of water which is what you did do yeah i did not enjoy those kind of heights i don't like that's not very high. that's not terribly high though no it was like, just that there was no like worse. building underneath me <laughs> right <laughs> just a rickety wood platform didn't like Ooh, we're getting to the bottom we of the like heights. Caves. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> like, I can appreciate a beautiful cave. Sure. When I see photos of people squeezing their body Don't like that. through nope. tunnels and caves. No, nope. in like a tight crevasse. Yeah. No, nope. never. No, nope. never. In a million nope. years. Yeah. No, no, nope. no, thank you. No, nope. no, nope. don't like it. What do we have? Making a phone call. <sighs> Terrifying. Right? Never. If I can avoid it. No, it's not true. I mean, I don't no. actually mind it, but young Rebecca's like, yeah, no. No, that generation. <laughs> Answering a phone call. Ooh. Jesus. Ooh. And I always phone you when I'm in my car. Yeah, and <laughs> I you. <laughs> and usually if my phone rings, I'm like, who has the nerve to call me? What the? What is this? Don't you have people? Don't you have things to do? Black cats. I love them. Yeah, they're good. I love no, them. No, they be- can, no they beef. Can, they can cross my path anytime <laughs> they want. This is a good one basements basements yeah mm. even like my current situation not a fan get in get out well and it was funny because you said uh creaky house sounds right basements have like their own set of sounds they do and i do recall one house ago i was home alone with my cat mm-hmm. this is why i'm like thinking of this not black but I had my cat frank frank and um i heard a sound and I was like super sketched out. And I like slowly proceeded down the stairs so as not to make a sound for the whatever axe murder or whatever. Was well, yeah, you wouldn't want to alert them to my presence. 
Um, so I slowly skulked down the basement stairs and uh. I was looking around and my cat followed me down and he was as freaked out as I was. You know how they feed off your energy. Yeah. I'm assuming that's all it was. Like, but in my mind, he was freaked out because there was an axe murderer down yes. there. And he had like, his hair was standing up and his tail was doing the thing. And I was like, oh. Everybody out. So then I just <laughs> said to Frank, we're fine. <laughs> Just give him some scratches, <laughs> and we went back upstairs. Everything's fine. I was not murdered that day. Have a bowl of ice cream. Yeah. This one is especially for you. Okay. Holes. <laughs> Holes? <laughs> Are we triggering my tryptophobia? That's what is I'm that yeah. what it's called? <laughs> tryptophobia? I think so. Is it? Were <laughs> you afraid of holes? No, I don't actually. I'm not afraid of holes. No. It's, it's like a pattern of holes though, right? It's a pattern of holes. Yeah. Like the lotus flower, that thing? Yeah. Like the lotus root? Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, it's weird. I can definitely identify. I don't think I have the full phobia. Do you? No. Okay, <laughs> so haunted places in Winnipeg. We have some. Did you want to uh, tell us what constitutes a, a haunted place in Winnipeg? Sure. It's a long article. It's from Heritage Winnipeg. Can you sum this up in I did. nine points or less? Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and some of these seem really... Patently obvious. Okay. Has the building at any time in its history been abandoned? Okay. That's a good one. Um, is the building tied with a historic event that maybe didn't go as planned? Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Cha-cha. Is there a tie with Dr. Thomas Glendening Hamilton? Is this his... someone who, like, went around haunting places? He did psychic research. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, does it have a darker, twisted history? Okay. <laughs> as I said, it's a little obvious. Yeah. Um... Was it home to a famous deceased Manitoban? Okay. Not Shout to out. say that every deceased Manitoban is going to come back and give you the ookies. I guess it's like if they're like long since deceased and there was something like, I don't know, like dramatic troublesome. or tragic. Or, yeah. Okay. Shout out to Rio. <laughs> um, and we will. And we will. we will. Has it been featured in a film that falls into the realm of horror? Okay. Shout out to the public safety building. Sure. In a minute. Did it appear in Haunted Winnipeg Ghost Stories from the Heart of the Continent or any other publication focusing on ghost stories? <laughs> That's an excellent criteria. This list is a little on the nose. Yeah. Has it been featured on TV in shows such as Creepy Canada? Is that a show? I didn't know. Okay. I'm assuming so. That's our version of The Bachelor. <laughs> yes. Also any election. Um, do people come to the building to experience the supernatural? Okay. So that, that's the criteria. Okay. I, like, I think uh, I think three or four of those could be summed up in one, but... Okay. Yeah. Um, I've made a list of some notable haunted places. Have you? I have. Okay. Do you want to... Uh, do you want me just to start reading some out and you can weigh in? Do it, do it. Uh, well, I think the most famously haunted place in Winnipeg, and one of the most famously haunted places in Canada, I think, Fort Gary Hotel. Yes. Do you want to tell listener a little bit about why it's haunted? Eels. Okay, the uh, Fort Gary Hotel, located at 222 Broadway. Still. Built in 1913. Was one of the grand railway hotels serving uh, Winnipeg <laughs> at that time. Yes. Uh, most famously, Room 202 is haunted. And why is it? So, going back to the 1920s, there was a young newlywed couple staying in Room 202. Do you have a name on the couple? I couldn't find a name. No. Okay. 
No. I mean, it may or may not be true. <laughs> well, especially because apparently it didn't show up in a newspaper at the time. But anyway, carry on. So they were uh, staying in room 202. She had a headache. Whether or not that was an excuse or she had a headache. Uh, her, <laughs> her young husband went out to get her some headache tablets and was hit by either a horse-drawn cart or some sort of trolley or some sort of vehicle. Killed instantly. Ooh. Um, I don't think she knew right away. I think she kind of like spent the night worrying about him. Uh, but when she was given word of his death, she was so despondent, she hanged herself Ugh. in the closet. Ugh. So. Uh, when she... are we booking a night there? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take young Rebecca. <laughs> and she'll be wearing the headset, just like they do on like the, the ghost tracker shows. Why didn't we book that room for this recording? Right. We could have talked to her. Because then we would have listened to it back and heard all kinds of like scary sounds. Wouldn't that have been perfect? Such as footsteps. Yeah. Sobbing. Oh. The sound of wire hangers scratching on the closet uh, rod. I don't even like that sound when mm. I know who's doing it. Closet lights and the TV turning off and on. Nice. Just bad wiring. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, so, but also elsewhere in the hotel... Maybe not related to this particular lady. Uh, there was an MP, I think a liberal MP that was staying at the hotel in 2000. Oh. And she was there by herself. Middle of the night, she felt someone get into bed with her. No. And settle in. Ooh. Yeah, there was no one there. Ooh. And then uh, Ida Elbow. Wait, was that, just, was that just plausible deniability for some fling? <laughs> <laughs> no, and it actually made the news. Like it made the national news. Wow. Ida Elbow. Yeah, the owner. Uh, she had the same experience. She thought her husband was getting into bed. No. And uh, he was not in the room. Spooky. Spooky. And then uh, there are also accounts in the media of blood running down walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. But that one just sounds a little bit It feels a little far-fetched. It feels like from The Shining. <laughs> right? Um, can I read something to you? Do it. This is a TripAdvisor review. Oh, my God. <laughs> Of the Fort Gary Hotel, uh, a visitor from Cincinnati, Ohio, gave the hotel five stars. (laughs) TripAdvisor wasn't around at the time of my stay, but I felt it was time to document my experience here. I was traveling for business and stayed here for five days. (gasps) I hear footsteps. Oh my God, that was. (laughs) Sorry. My heart jumped. (laughs) My first night in room 202 was disturbed by what sounded like music or a clock radio next door at 2.56 a.m., the next night, it happened again at the exact same time, but I also heard noises from the closet, like someone struggling with my hanging bags. It never occurred to me at the time that the room was haunted. At the time, I never heard of the stories. This was in 2001. Google wasn't around. I went to work that day, tired, and my clients asked where I was staying. When I told them, they all had an awkward look on their faces and said, we know why you aren't sleeping well. That place is haunted. <laughs> I was so focused on my deadlines and work that week that I brushed it off and didn't care. All I wanted was sleep. The third night, everything happened all over again at the same time. I peeked one eye open to see the clock and it was 2.56 a.m. The music, the closet, and it was finally getting to me. I squeezed my eyes shut and said out loud, please stop, I just need sleep. (laughs) Then the scariest moment of my life, my bed moved, my blankets tightened over me, And then I felt a weight or a body on top of me. (gasps) It stayed there for about a minute. I was terrified and pleaded with my eyes closed. Please just go away. Go away. And it did. 
I changed rooms the next day for my last two nights. <laughs> Why the excellent rating? It was an experience like no other, and I don't think it's the hotel's fault that it's haunted. <laughs> the staff moved me without any questions or hesitation. I've been telling this story for years, and I thought it was time to document it here. Oh my god, so was he in 202? Yes, for the first three nights of his <sighs> stay. Now I will say this. <laughs> what? If you're hearing what sounds like a clock radio playing at the same time every morning. <laughs> it's because it's set. It's set for 2.56 a.m. But, you know, that doesn't explain everything else. Well, also, we're not clock radioing in 1920s, are we? Well, how would they communicate with you now? Pushing a button. They didn't have a TV either, but the TVs turn on and off. Oh, so you just figured they're, work, they're working with, with, with the tech of the time. <laughs> 3 a.m. is the Oh, they were just hour. getting ready for the witching hour. Right? Just waking yeah. up for the witching hour. Oh, that was my... a four-minute notice. That was my scary Fort Gary Hotel story. Ooh, I like it. Mm. Good one. Uh, Seven Oaks House. I've heard of Are this. Are you familiar? Yeah. Built I don't in, know the details. Built around 1851 at 50 Mac Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the oldest house in Winnipeg. No way. Yes. How do we not know this? Well, the oldest building in Winnipeg technically would be... The Grey Nuns across the river in St. Boniface, which may or may not exist. Like that log mm. St. Boniface yeah. Museum. Yeah. yeah. So this is the oldest house in Winnipeg, the oldest home. Uh, built around 1851. Wow. Uh, people have it reported unexplained footsteps and paranormal activity. But it's a very popular place for like haunted tours. Mm-hmm. And so you can't really go online and find out what the paranormal activity is because everyone wants to save that for their tour. Oh, shoot. I will say this. That house is built on the site of the Battle of Seven Oaks. Mm, yeah. Spooky. Spooky. So it could be... It sort of hits that uh, criteria of... Yeah, like on a, a battleground. historic event. Um, things didn't go well. The Wait, Battle of things- Seven Oaks took place in 1816. Yeah. The battle was a culmination of the Pemmican Wars and the escalating fur trade disputes between the Hudson's Bay Company and the Northwest Company. 20 people died on the HBC side, and on the Métis side, two people died. No, one person died, one person was wounded. So, let's say this. 21 people died on that site in 1816. And then somebody was like, let's build a house here. Let's build a house there. (laughs) And profit from future ghost tours. (laughs) Have you ever, you, have you been in there? It's a museum now. No, I haven't. Have you? I, yeah. It's kind of creepy. Did you get, did you get any experiences that you would describe as paranormal? No. Hmm. Everything is kind of, what's the word? Roped off. Oh. It wasn't terrifying. <laughs> okay. But it was creepy. It wasn't terrifying. Did they tell you the stories when you were, like the goat, did they make mention of the ghost stories? I th- we were with such a large group that I think that that was mentioned kind of at the front of the group. And by the time, oh. like, the end of the line went through, it was just like... And here's the dining table. Like, the scariest thing is we might not make it to our bus. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and here's our dining table. <laughs> um, oh, I should say Fort Gary Hotel yeah. on our rating list, definitely haunted. Okay. What do you mean on our rating list? Well, I'm rating them. Oh. I'm rating them definitely haunted. Okay. Probably haunted. Oh. Should be haunted. Maybe not haunted. (laughs) 
Definitely cursed is, is one definitely I'd like okay. It. So Seven Oaks House, I'm gonna say definitely haunted. Okay, yeah, because it has every reason to be. It has it hits a few of those criteria. Yeah, uh, Pantages Theater. Oh yeah, it like pretty much every theater, but probably you know what I've noticed about this list that I've made here. Several of these haunted spots are national historic sites. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So Pantages Theater, uh, built in 1914, it was to be the hub of the uh, North American vaudeville scene. Oh. Why so did we get passed over? Well, it, I mean, we, it was for a while, but what was happening around 1914? All the things. All the things. <laughs> uh, located at 180 What was Market there a thing Avenue. you wanted to highlight? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so some of the haunting kind of things that have happened. Uh, one of the most notable is that performers have found themselves wrapped in the stage curtains Ooh. that tighten as they try to <gasps> struggle free. Cool. I mean, cool? not cool. Not cool. Speaking of cool, though. It's those mysterious footsteps again. Pantages Theater was the first building in Winnipeg to be air-conditioned. With blocks of ice under the seats? Yes, and people nice. that would fan <laughs> the cold air <laughs> upward. upward. So we're saying probably haunted. Yeah. Pantages, probably haunted. Probably haunted. Uh, the Masonic Temple at yeah. 335 Donald. That's a good it one. It looks haunted. Also, Mother Tucker's. Yes. <laughs> But I'm saying maybe not haunted. That's reason enough. Oh. On my rating scale, I'm saying maybe not haunted. Really? Well, uh, it was built in 1895-ish for the Grand Lodge of Manitoba. Yeah. Uh, it was the only Masonic temple in Manitoba and the second in North America. Huh. So I guess it would be the only one in Canada at the time if it was the second in North America. Yeah. I uh, mean, the anything Masonic is shrouded in... All kinds of mystery, mystery and occulty sort of yeah. things. Yeah. Um, so after it was the Masonic Temple, it was Mother Tucker's <laughs> restaurant. You get yes. a free meal there on your birthday. No. Yeah, it's true. Cool. Uh, also home to the first salad bar in Winnipeg. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's some important history. That's scary. Um, employees at Mother Tucker's uh, reported hearing footsteps. Yes. And objects moving mm-hmm. when no one was there to move like them. Like salt and pepper and cutlery and things being strewn about. Yep. Yep. And now it's renovated but empty? Yes. Well, and I heard that the that the ghost... I think that there were a couple different things observed, but mm-hmm. uh, there was a tall fellow in a top hat who the servers described as being a friendly ghost. Okay. And lived on the... What we don't have is criteria for friendly ghost. No. The one wrapping you in stage curtains doesn't sound friendly. No. But the one just rearranging things on the salad bar. (laughs) Who's to say? Maybe they're making suggestions. (laughs) Riel House. Yes. 330 River Road. Seconded. I say maybe not haunted. Well, he didn't actually live there, right? Well, he lived there for two years. Oh. It was built in 1865. Mm-hmm. I think he was only there from 68 to 70. Can you really be a ghost of a place you only lived in for two years? Right. It was home to his mother yeah. and various family members. His body was laid in state there after oh, his execution. Yeah. That's right. All right. I read that. Yeah. yeah. The only kind of real haunting thing there, which is why I'm giving it a rating of maybe not haunted, Okay, is that beds sometimes look sat on. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Young Rebecca's shaking her head. No, yeah. She's like, not absolutely not. That's not a haunting. Yeah. 
She's That's like, somebody ever, just sat on have it. Have you ever sold your house? Have you ever had an open house? Your bed's going to get sat on. 100%. Your, your ice might get licked. <laughs> Hide your toothbrush. The Vaughn Street Jail. Oh, I have something for that. Oh, boy. 444 York. I have a story for that. Do you? Yeah. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a bit of background. Okay. A rating of should be haunted. Oh no, it definitely is. Yeah, it should be. Okay. <laughs> and I have a very this episode uh specific story about that. Okay. Built in 1881. Yep. 13 people were hanged there, yep. including Winnipeg's first serial killer. Dude, you're taking all my thunder. Well, I won't I won't say the name. Well, I know, but you're taking all the facts. <laughs> It is a popular stop on the Doors Open Winnipeg tour. Yeah. And visitors uh, to the facility report seeing floating apparitions and moving objects. So people that they've reported seeing there, their feet don't touch the ground as if they're being hanged. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you whisper? Because it's so hooky. (laughs) Should we have the lights off? We should. We should be sitting here in the dark. (laughs) Okay, well, can I interject with a, my ghost story? Yes, please. So, Are you going to tell us about Winnipeg's for serial killer? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm here for it. All right. Do you know the history? I don't. I knew that you would. <laughs> <laughs> so the executioner of Earl Nelson, mm-hmm. also known as the gorilla killer. I don't know why he's called that. Earl Nelson was America's first known serial sex killer. I also don't know what that is, but I think you can draw conclusions. Um, he was a Californian. Mm-hmm. He murdered mostly landladies after answering room for rent ads. And he disarmed his victims by carrying a ratty Bible. Okay, but when you say he disarmed them. <laughs> did he? It has a different did he remove their connotation arms? today. <laughs> okay, but that's not Winnipeg's first serial killer. Would you let me finish? You're going to take all the spookiness out of this. Um... His method was most often strangulation, and his mm-hmm. means of disposal was stuffing bodies under the beds in the rooms he rented. That's yeah. not a very good method of disposal. No, it's not. I feel like That's you- how I disposed of cereal bowls as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> so Nelson's reign of terror traveled from California up the West Coast through the Midwest and into Canada, where eventually he found his way to Winnipeg <sighs> in the summer of 1927. Uh, over two days, he killed two women, mm-hmm. Lola Cowan, a young girl who was found decaying underneath Nelson's bed of in a local boarding house. On brand. <laughs> and Emily Patterson, found strangled underneath her own bed by her husband, who knelt by it to pray for her safe return after she had gone missing the day before. Oh, I don't like that. In total, his murder spree included 22 known victims across Canada and the U.S. in just under 20 months. Nelson was captured just outside Winnipeg and sent to a jail in Killarney, only to escape a day later. But as fate would have it, he hopped on the wrong train, headed out of town. (laughs) It was filled with Winnipeg police officers. He was taken to the Vaughn Street Jail and (laughs) was eventually tried and convicted of homicide. Mm -hmm. Here's where it gets appropriate for the episode. Okay. On Friday the 13th of January 1928, after walking 13 steps to the gallows, Nelson became the 13th person to hang at the Vaughn Street Jail. Oh, I don't like that. Was that the first serial killer? That wasn't Winnipeg's first serial killer. Oh, okay. That was uh, someone by the name of Bloody Jack Kravchenko. That's a great name for a serial killer. Well, you name your child Bloody Jack. (laughs) You're pretty much assuming that he's going to kill a few people. Do you think his name was Bloody Jack? Or do you think his parents were just like, Bloody Jack. 
<laughs> Bloody Jack. <laughs> and it's stuck. We shouldn't laugh. No. I'll tell you this about uh, if you're worried about things under your bed. I have like under bed boxes full of like t-shirts and shoes and stuff under my bed. There's no room for bodies or killers or, or ghosts or ghosts or. Yeah. But you know, do ghosts need room? Well, can they can they exist in the same space as your? Under it's bed also box? bad feng shui, but that's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible feng shui. Oh, oof, all right, oof! I have chills. Uh, right. Dalnavert. Yes. Am I saying that right? Yes. Sure. Uh, Sixty-one Carlton Street. Maybe not haunted. I yeah. I don't. Uh, tell me more. It's a national historic site. It is surprise. Uh, the former home of Hugh John McDonald, the one and only former premier of the province. Go on. Uh, the house was built in 1895. It is one of Winnipeg's oldest homes. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty, it's a pretty nice home. It's a pretty nice home. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's uh, a museum now. So people can visit. I think they do a ghost tour. I think they do something ooky around Halloween, don't they? I think that they do. I also think that um, on account of recent, and by recent, I mean in the last 15 odd years, renovations, you can actually book it for functions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, McDonald's young son died there. Oh, I didn't know that. So if it's going to be haunted, it's going to be. The kid. The kid. Just saying. Yikes. Uh, the Walker Theater. Oh, this is my favorite. 364 Smith. Yeah. Built in 1907. Yeah. Winnipeg's first fireproof building. Yes. Uh, definitely haunted. <laughs> <laughs> definitely haunted. Do you know about the gods? The gods balcony. So the very, very highest part, like the nosebleed seats at the Walker. 25 cents a ticket. Yeah. They're known as the gods. Because... Uh, you're sitting among the gods. You're sitting among the gods. You're high enough up. All the way up there, peering down at the stage. Um, people have reported hearing mysterious applause coming from the gods. That's amazing. Even when the building is empty. That's amazing. I love it. Uh, do you know about Lawrence Irving and Mabel Hackney? No. Oh. Tell me more. They were performers. Uh, they were actors. And they concluded their North American tour at the Walker Theater. Mm -hmm. And then they caught the Empress of Ireland going back to England it sank Ooh. May 29th 1914 and it was Canada's largest nautical disaster to date oh over a thousand people <gasps> perished and so because they never completed their journey back to England it is said that they haunt the Walker Theatre oh that was their last stop on the tour cool friendly unfriendly what do we think I don't know do you get your Vacate your trip home interrupted, but <laughs> <laughs> trip interrupted. I also read that there are rooms in the building that the guard dogs won't even go into. Yes. Okay, so young Rebecca is making a good point. We didn't explain for our younger listeners what the Walker Theater is. AKA the Burton Cummings Theater. AKA the Burt. Yes. But we're just gonna call it the Walker Was Theater. Was it also called Odeon Theater? Well it was an Odeon Theater, yeah. yeah. It was a movie theater for Sometime. Yes. But it, it was renamed the Burton Cummings like sometime around the early 2000s. Yeah. Ish. It's still going to be the Walker to me. It is, yeah. I know. I've always think of it as the Walker. In the same way that the pyramid will always be the spectrum. <laughs> In the same way. <laughs> Do you have any uh, other spots to mention? 
Uh, I have, let's just see. Oh, the Demon Hotel. Are you familiar? The Demon Hotel? Yeah. No. Oh. The Demon Hotel. The Demon Hotel wasn't actually a hotel. It was a, an apartment block. Located at uh, 44 Hargrave. Oh, yeah. More details about this can be found in a book called Haunted Canada 6 by Joel Sutherland. Sure. It's a building built in 1910, an apartment block built in 1910. Many deaths occurred, in, um, including in 1926, 1923, that's not in order, and 1973. Ooh. Um, any one of those deaths could probably have contributed a ghost or two to the building. Um, but somebody graffitied. As a long, I think it was abandoned for a long period of time, and somebody graffitied the building with the words "Demon Hotel," and the owners kept painting it over, but the words kept coming through. <gasps> Ooh, that's and either spookiness or cheap paint, <laughs> or just somebody <laughs> coming back and repainting it. Yeah, I don't know which. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it would keep reappearing, and then it burned down in 2015. I remember when it burned down. I'm impressed that you remember that. Mm-hmm. So. I have in my possession, which I shall show you. Oh boy, here we go. Again, a visual medium. <laughs> where Do you want to tell listener where they can find these photos? <laughs> oh, uh, I thought we would post photos of all of these haunted spots on our <gasps> socials. Good idea. At Made From Pod. Nicely done. Okay, so I'm going to show you two photos. Then I'm going to tell you what you're looking at. Oh. Do you know what you're looking at? Well, it looks like a Pilates studio. <laughs> it is the gallows at Headingley. Oh, oh. Where we're doing some hangings. We're doing some hangings. Is that? A, I was going to ask if that is a uh, support beam, but that's a that's hang-in. a hatch door. <gasps> that's the top of the hatch door. <gasps> it's much uh, brighter and cheerier than I expected. <laughs> there is a nice amount of natural light. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you will about the gallows of Headingley, <laughs> but it's light and airy. Don't use it as a yoga studio. <laughs> Highly don't recommend. Look at that. That's it for listed places in Winnipeg. I have one. Honorable You're mention outside. On, okay. Do you want it? I want it. I want to hear it. It is St. Andrew's on the Red. <gasps> Ooh. Are you familiar? I'm familiar, but tell. Um, tell. It's the oldest stone church in Western Canada, built in 1849. Yes. Apparently, if you walk Wittershins, are you, fam- are you familiar with the word Wittershins? <laughs> no. <laughs> is that like a fortnight? Backward. If you walk, Yeah. If you walk backwards around the church three times... The expectation is you'll disappear. Want to go for a walk? Yeah, let's do it. Cue the music. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to invite our listeners to tell us their spooky stories and tag us in their, uh, if they have like a haunted garage, shed, like a woodshed. Yeah. (laughs) Tag us in those pictures. Do it. We want to see. But nothing like super scary, like no, like Chucky. No, send Chucky. <laughs> I want to see Chucky. You can have the... If anyone, if anyone ran into Chucky when he was in town and got a picture with Chucky, that would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs>